Thank you so much for tuning in to the, the Phenomena NDE. I'm the host for the show, Kathy Lee Parker. So thank you so much for tuning in. And with me, I have Shemi. He's out of Israel. And he's going to tell us his amazing experience that he had, near-death experience. Welcome to the show, Shemi. You're welcome, and thank you so much for jumping on board with me from so far away. And um, I'm here in Utah, and you are in Israel. And I noticed that your experience that you had, you had it in 2017, and uh, you were living at home, and uh, nobody was home at the time of your experience. So I'm going to let you take the wheel, and you tell me how it all started, what happened. All right. Well, it was just this afternoon. It was right around uh, sundown, and but it was still light outside during the winter time. It was about, I think, a month before my birthday. Like, mm-hmm. on, my birthday is on March. It was on February. Uh-huh. And I was just watching YouTube. I was just relaxing. I wasn't feeling so well that day. I had a lot of chest pain just randomly throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really think much of it. But then at some point, um, after smoking a cigarette, which I'm so happy I don't anymore. <laughs> okay, I good, wonderful. Horrible stabbing pain in the left side of my chest. And it was going into my left shoulder and down my arm as well. And I just felt this horrible feeling. I had this, almost this like voice inside of me just saying that I need to go and lie down, like that I shouldn't be sitting anymore. Mm -hmm. And I just followed the voice. I just did it. I just went to bed and I left my phone on my table and everything like that I could use to call for help. Uh I didn't even think about it for a minute because I thought, well, maybe it's just something temporary. You know, maybe it will go away. Anyway, I lay down and for the next three hours, I was just screaming for help as it just got darker and darker. I couldn't even reach the light. I have this small light next to my bed. I couldn't even reach that to turn on the light. I was just laying there in pain and in darkness. And the pain was so strong. I couldn't even move anymore. I was just like, I could, but I couldn't. You know what I mean? Like I knew if I would move even just a little, the pain would be excruciating. Mm -hmm. And at some point when I stopped panicking and crying, I started feeling like something as if my grandma who passed away on my dad's side, as if she was in the room with me. And with her, I could sense these other beings, but I didn't know at the time who they were. Uh It just felt so warm and I could feel this warmth inside of me, this this comforting, loving feeling coming off of them. Uh And I couldn't see them physically, but I could almost know what they wanted for me. They were like just trying to tell me to relax and just come down, like stop worrying about what will happen. Just relax, like that everything's okay. And that even if I can't call anyone or even if no one can come to me right now, I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And I just trusted them. I haven't oh. seen my grandma in a long time. She died when I was uh, 15 mm-hmm. uh, or 16, somewhere around there. And I'm 34 years old. And actually, 
um, my family sent me to the hospital with her on her last day and I freaked out at the hospital and ran away because I thought that she died but she actually just fell asleep <laughs> and I always felt so bad about leaving her there alone Aww. but I was just a teen and we were immigrants and my parents just had to work they couldn't you know be there at that time mm -hmm. anyway I always had this guilt and I was so happy to see her like that she was there in those five those moments before the NDE anyway I at some point I just I, I thought I fell asleep or something it didn't feel like sleeping it felt like I had one surgery where they removed my gallbladder and it felt exactly like it did when they put me under mm -hmm. Everything just went black. I didn't have any dreams. I didn't have anything. It was just this endless darkness. And I was still conscious throughout. And it didn't feel like an eternity. I didn't see a point of light. It was just like almost an instantaneous transition from this endless void where I didn't have any thoughts. I didn't worry about anything. Suddenly, it was this immense light. I was instantly transported into this white light it felt like a room but i didn't i felt like it had like bounds like it ended at some point like it had some kind of shape and space to it but it's just like it's hard to explain like how do you distinguish between white light and white light <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, it was so bright yeah okay but there i could tell i could tell the difference between the light in the room and the light of the room itself mm -hmm. and that is when these white orbs of light showed up these brilliant enormous orbs of light and they were my grandma the same the same ones who met who were there for me before mm -hmm. the nd experience to prepare me for it those were the same beings or people who showed up when i was in the white room mm -hmm. and i at first i thought they did speak to me i just knew who they were i got this feeling this very strong feeling of who they were and I even checked there were supposed to be, I got this realization that there were supposed to be around 40 of them there. Uh -huh. And I had the feeling that one of them was missing. There was an empty spot and I knew that someone was supposed to be there. And oh. I got this feeling that they just could not make it for whatever reason. Uh -huh. But it felt very planned. It felt like they all knew I was going to be there and they were all waiting. Wow. Okay. And nobody had any faces, any bodies, nothing, just these bright lights. And I noticed that I was a bright light as well. Mm -hmm. And I had the similar experience sometimes in my out-of-body experiences before. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't too freaked out about this. I also knew about near-death experiences. I just thought to myself, you know, I ran the whole thing through my head. I was like, well, maybe I'm out of body, but then I'm thinking about it. And I get this feeling, no, this is not right. And then I get the feeling, Jimmy, you're dead. Mm -hmm. And they're just standing next to me this whole time, just giving me space for figuring this out. <laughs> okay. okay, so they're giving you time to figure it out. And yeah, they didn't say anything. They were just standing there next to me, floating, whatever. Uh huh. And then I realized I was dead, and I was so happy. I was so overjoyed because I never had, I never had, I, I overcame my fear of death like a long time before that experience, but. I was almost yearning for it. Like the reason I started going out of body is because I tried to escape the chronic pain that I had in my body for years leading up to that experience. And I was just, you know, I couldn't always, every time I would go out of body at some point, the body would pull me back. So mm -hmm. I, I could not 
run away from this experience. I couldn't like suicide that way. <laughs> uh-huh. And when I died, I was so happy because it felt like, oh, all your worries are done. Like all of your pain is over. But then that is when my grandma came closer to me and she started speaking to me telepathically in my head. And she said, no, Shimi, you're not there. Your heart, and she keeps explaining, your heart is just stopped for a moment, but you'll be back very soon. Wow. And as soon as she said that, I started crying. I could feel the tears. I wasn't really crying, but I don't know. It's just this experience. It happens out of body as well. It's like you, you're reliving what it feels like to cry without the actual physical tears. And I'm just bawling and bawling. And I just, I suddenly from being so happy and excited, I feel so sad that I'm going to have to go back to that broken body. Uh-huh. Um, and they, yeah, go ahead. So you didn't feel no pain when you left the body, right? I'm just repeating nothing, what you said. Absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. I felt amazing. Wow, and you felt energy too, right? Did you feel any 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 ah, energy or you know, like you can move, you can see, you can. You know what I mean? You have everything perfectly. Yes. Wow. Very similar to the out-of-body experiences, but also different. And the differences, I'll tell you in a minute, when I went into the Golden City, oh. that is when the differences were the most apparent. Okay, okay. Because during the White Room, it was everything was formless, shapeless. It was just energy. It was just beings. I could feel them. I could feel all of their feelings. They could feel all of my feelings. And you, you're like an open book. There's no separation between where you begin and how you feel and think and everyone else who is sharing the space with you. Wow. And they all could feel my sadness. And they all felt, sorry, I get a bit emotional. They all felt really sad for me because they loved me and i also got sorry that i'm going back a bit but i also got this feeling that a lot of these other beings were my two grandfathers who died before i was born so i never got the opportunity to physically meet them Uh and there were also these ancestors that's what they called themselves the and my ancestors Uh everyone else there were my ancestors from my family lineage on this earth And they were all watching me. They all get, they gave me the understanding. They were all watching me. They were all there for me my whole life, even if I did not know. And they all knew me before I was alive in this body. Mm-hmm. And yes, they all just felt uh, really sad for me. And they wanted somehow to cheer me up, to give me something to take with me. Because, you know, unlike a lot of near-death experiences where people get like these understandings and these things and they tell them stuff and they meet Jesus and whatever and angels, I didn't see or meet any of that and they didn't have anything else to tell me. It's like they were just sharing this space with me during this experience before I go back. Uh And they just kind of, I got this feeling without faces of them kind of interacting with each other telepathically or whatever, without me being able to hear their conversation. And then they come back to me and my grandma again as the I guess the head of the operation (laughs) she spoke to me and um she said she would you like to go to the golden city before you go back and you said yes and I said obviously I was like I'm gonna at least go I was just so bummed out I was like if at least I'll get something out of this experience you know to take with me I'm like yes okay let's do this (laughs) 
she directed my attention to a spot. There was this like little dot somewhere on in this white bright space of light. And as I looked into it, it started expanding like a giant. It became like a giant circle. And the more I focused on it, the more it expanded. And at some point I was just there. I was standing in this golden city and I had a body. I don't remember looking at myself. I just realized that I had a body because I had arms and legs and I was wearing something, but I wasn't really paying attention to it too much. I was just so fascinated. I wanted to see what this golden city was about. Right. And I had this feeling like I had this clock ticking, like I don't have a lot of time uh-huh. to do all of my exploring. Uh-huh. So I don't know. And I kept going back to my uh, out of body experiences because that was my only reference of being bodiless uh-huh. and out of body you would if you wanted to float or go anywhere or do anything it was all about your intention you just had to have the intention of oh i wish to be at that location over there now overlooking this and then moments later that's what would happen but there i tried floating or flying and nothing happened and uh-huh. i was just so confused <laughs> uh-huh. but that's what's so funny about this both the, the commonality between the near death and the out of body experience is when you are confused or don't know something and you ask yourself what's going on, you receive the answer. Mm-hmm. It's like you're hooked up to this universal internet of all information and knowledge. Shami, let's go back to the golden, uh, the golden city or the golden place that you yeah. were taken to. Now, was the uh, when you're walking on, was it gold or what was it that? That's like? what I wanted to say. It wasn't really golden. That's the thing. It was as if there was a golden light. Oh. And the light the light was this like almost golden dust or like these particles. They would cover everything. Everything would get this golden hue. Uh-huh. It would like cascade out of off of everything. And everything had this inner light. And the inner light had this also this golden glow to it. And it wasn't just beings or animals. There were animals there as well. There were fish and, and uh, I also saw birds. Mm-hmm. not just people and they all had this inner glow to them and everything was so joyful they all had this joy like they were just going about their day but everything they were doing they were, it felt like they were all playing with themselves with each other like everything was just weird there was a lake that wasn't in the ground it was floating in the air in in the shape of a square <laughs> Really? And there were these birds that were floating into it and out of it. And they would turn into fish every time they would dive into the water. And every time they came out, they would become birds again. Oh, my gosh. Interesting. Okay. And, and it's actually, I just want to say, it's actually when I looked at them and I saw how what I, I visualized them flying with all this joy. When I visualized myself doing that in my head, that is when I was able to fly again. Mm-hmm. Do you, um, you know, with this experience that, you know, you were there, did anybody talk to you in the golden, golden area, oh. the golden gate? I had, I had uh, like three interactions there with different beings. One of them, I flew, I was just floating around, I was just exploring and I saw this uh, building mm-hmm. that was like under some kind of construction. Um, I like about the architecture there, there were like private homes, there were buildings, there were all sorts of things there. I, I didn't really understand like why or for who, you know what I mean, like it was built, but I didn't even know like why 
it would still be under construction, right? But that is what I saw. One of them was still under construction. I guess they were still finalizing the idea of that structure or something. And there was this woman floating there somewhere up high. And I just remember I saw her and I had this feeling inside that I knew her from somewhere. So I floated up to her and I started bugging her <laughs> with my earth mannerisms. <laughs> like, hello, excuse me. <laughs> I know you from somewhere. Uh, do you have a minute? And she's like, no, no, I don't know you. I don't think so. Like, I'm busy. Like, I don't want to talk right now. And I just kept persisting and persisting. And at some point, she just saw that it was really important to me. So she turned to me and she smiled and she suddenly we were taken back somewhere. Uh, it was a memory from my life. And I was uh, a little baby. Okay. I think only like uh, less than a year old or something. I was in my mom. I was uh, in my crib, sorry. And my mom took me out, I don't know, for a walk or something under our, under our building. And her neighbor, I don't remember her name, but her neighbor, this woman, was talking to her. And they were talking to each other for about 15 minutes. I was hearing like bits of their conversation in Russian. And at some point, this lady came down and she tickled me. And that is the our connection that I remember. I know it's small and it's silly, but it seems like in heaven, every little thing that you experience with every person, you will remember and they will remember you in that experience. And when she tickled me, that made me poop my pants. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> and I just remember I was so delighted by it. It was so funny to me. <laughs> okay. And okay. the next part is going to make you laugh even harder because I, after remembering that and how, how joyful I was when she tickled me, I completely forgot about this woman. I became my baby self again. I found a bunch of unborn souls in heaven who were also little babies and we were just like little monkeys we were throwing poop at each other and i know it sounds gross but you know up there it's not it doesn't smell there's nothing you know gross connected to it it was all about the joyful and like playful and fun activity <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so um that's 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 interesting <laughs> so but yeah, anyway but, yeah go ahead sorry you were you were you you know, you remember that and the woman and, and things, but was there anybody else that you talked to or? Yes, there was one more person and that's the controversial experience before I left because up until this point, everyone was so joyful, was so welcoming, was so calm, so loving. And then I saw this woman and this woman was very different than everyone else, this soul. She was like, you know how you have these like uh, people outside on the streets sometimes who may have like some mental illness or something and they're like screaming about something where the world is ending or who knows what. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. She was the embodiment of that. She, she was just standing there and just screaming at every soul that passes by telepathically about these vegans. And I don't mean people who don't eat meat. I mean... She meant alien, like these human green skinned people that she had an experience with and they are the reason that she died and they abused her or something. And she just was warning everyone if they were going to incarnate to not go. It's like you don't have to incarnate on Earth. There are like other places as well. But she was like warning everyone she could not to like interact with these people, not to 
uh, incarnate with them, she would not elaborate other than how distressed she was by the interaction. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And that was like the last thing I remember before waking up with horrible chest pain in my bed several hours later. <laughs> wow. And, uh, but did you say goodbye to your grandma or anything like that when you went back to your body? Were they anywhere nope. near you? Nope, nope, nope. It was just so sudden. I was just one moment I was talking to this lady and I even asked her to try to describe these people to me because I was just honestly just curious. And the next moment I was just back in my body. Were you at home in your body or were you at the hospital? I was at home because there was no one home still when I came back. <laughs> okay. And then you finally went to the hospital, hopefully, right? No, I did not. Oh. I thought I thought this was all just some weird thing. I I in my head back then I was so uneducated about heart problems. I thought that if you have if you have a heart attack it should be very sudden, very quick, like it shouldn't take hours. I thought that it, you what you call that you just die, right? Instantly. That's what I thought. I didn't think you could come back from that, you know? Mhm. Mm but it was just my own ignorance and my family too. They were so used to me having so much chronic pain anyway on the daily. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I barely even left the house at that time. Like I spent almost a year plus just either laying in my bed or just using the bathroom most of the time. And mm -hmm. yeah, just wasting away. So they didn't really like think it was anything, you know, crazy or maybe it was just denial maybe they didn't want to think it was anything like that and about a week later after the experience i started feeling better and the chest pain subsided and for a long time i just kind of tried not to think about it mm -hmm. wow like well how long did this experience did you think it last was it like 20 minutes or did you well, check the time I, I think it was around 8 p.m. when I like passed out or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And it was, I, I think it was close to sunrise when I got up after Whoa. that. So you were gone so for a I don't while. Know, I, I don't think I was dead that whole time. I think just like my grandma told me, I think maybe I died for like one moment. But I think that moment just, you know, out of body, they say, and in the near-death experience, they always say that time is just not the same. And I think this one moment just felt to me like, I don't know, several hours out there doing the experience. But um, And it was the same, I guess, here on Earth. But I think the actual dying part was very, very short, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that I was very short. Well, you know, this is, this is really interesting that you went through this and you were gone. Oh, when you went back to your body, I wanted to ask you this. When you went back to your body, did it feel weak, tired? You know what I mean? Did you have trouble moving around? Because, Like I said, I had horrible chest pain. I could barely get up. When I got up, like the first day was the worst. I could barely do the, the simplest movements just caused me such incredible pain. And my parents tried to convince me to go to the hospital, but I was like, no, no, there's nothing. Like, I was just so stubborn that everything was okay. And I think I was just punishing myself. I was just so angry that I was back in my body. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I just was hoping maybe I would die again. 
<laughs> you're so you're just, yeah i just know that some people who have you know been out of their body as long as you were and they come back they, they felt very weak and trying to get moving again and you know because they were gone i think it was mostly about the heart because in a normal out-of-body experience i come back and you can feel a bit like you, you may sweat profusely you may like if it wasn't particularly long experience you may feel like a little bit tired exhausted because you weren't really sleeping you were out doing things but yeah this was very different this was not the same hmm. Interesting. this was just on a whole other level let's go like, back to, let's go back to the subject where with the green, the lady who was screaming and saying these gr green people or something like that was it deacons? Yeah, whatever she was talking about. And uh, um, was she looking you in the eye? Were you sitting down with her, oh, talking yeah. to her? I was just standing there in the street. We were just looking at each other, and mm -hmm. she was without our mouths moving. We were just communicating these thoughts and ideas to each other. She was broadcasting her, her, her ideas to everyone. Mm -hmm. But uh, obviously, when I was talking to her, I was just focusing on her. And it's as simple as just uh, having the intention for someone to receive what, what you wish to say. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, was anybody else around in the, you know, in the village that you were at? Yeah. Were they looking at her? Were they trying to calm her down or anything like that? No. There were a bunch of souls around, but it felt like everyone was just ignoring her. Hmm. I like I don't know why. I don't know how they usually deal with this stuff, but I, I don't think every anyone interferes with you against your will. And I think oh. this is also true up there. Uh -huh. Because like if you when you get there, you you can see your family, you can see all sorts of beings and things and you can play with everyone be happy and joyous i mean joyful but i i mean you're still you mm -hmm. and after all of that you can choose mm -hmm. to feel differently to do things differently i already had luckily the opportunity to work on myself and a lot of the things that i was angry about or said about while i was before i died but i'm guessing this woman did not have this opportunity and she's just coming to terms still i think with her experiences and she's just a fresh arrival as they say <laughs> oh okay well um and then uh so you didn't see anybody your family or anybody after that i'm just repeating this and mm -hmm. uh wow this is extraordinary. So did you tell anybody about your experience when you woke up? And When I woke up, I tried to tell my parents. I was so excited about this because I thought, you know, my dad, he was so sad when his mom died. And I just wanted to uplift him and to reassure him that yeah, she's, she's all right yeah, she's on okay. the other side. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the age of your grandmother or anything like that? Or no, was... no, because I didn't meet her in the Golden City and all of my like ancestors and family. I met them in that white room where there was no form. Mm -hmm. Everyone was just an energy being of light, mm -hmm. white light in particular. Hmm. Interesting. So, um, wow, this is really, really good. I, um, I find it fascinating. So, you know, so how do you feel about, you know, what you went through? 
Well, it just reassured me so much that when I die, everything will be okay. You know, it's how they say like dying is really easy and being alive is the hard part. Mm -hmm. It's just a reminder of that, if I'm being honest. Whatever little anxiety I had, because I no longer had the fear, but whatever anxiety I still had about dying and where I'll end up or who I'll meet just went out the window because I knew that I was going to be just fine. Because we hear about these concepts here on Earth, but it's hard to get your wrap your head around it because all you remember and all you know since you were born is this place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And um, uh, I know that you had other experiences later on. Did you have, a, you know what I mean, some other, was it like a year later or a couple months later? Um. Oh, you mean like what? Like um, more out-of-body out of body experiences? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I had plenty of them. I had them probably uh, the next week. <laughs> I had them almost every day back then. <laughs> wow. And um, and well, tell me about one that you just had. Tell us something that you just had not too long ago. Oh, well, uh, let me tell you about an interesting one. Uh, can I ask you something, Kathy? Do you believe in incarnation and past lives? I'll keep that personally to myself. <laughs> I will, but no just, worries. But just mm -hmm. go on, just go on. I want to keep that to myself. I mm -hmm. don't want to go in that direction. But I just no more problem. interested in, mm -hmm. and so you had an outer body experience a little bit later, and were you in the light or were you you know had a physical body tell me what what happened usually when i have an out-of-body experience um i just look like whatever i feel like meaning i can look like an orb of light i can look like i don't know whatever i want like sonic <laughs> it doesn't matter like it because it's all mental like you don't have a body you're just a being of energy but the the experience i want to tell you has to do it's just i find it to be an interesting one it has to do with past lives. I had this very vivid dream where I remembered uh, being this soldier in World War II, fighting the Nazis, something like that, like for America, actually. And I had this friend, uh, Vini, who was um, an Italian-American man. And he was like the jokester of our platoon. And he kept us always in good spirits. And I considered him my best friend in our life. And uh, long story short, I wake up and a couple more weeks pass and suddenly I had this urge to go out of body and I, I can do this sometimes intentionally, it just doesn't always work out. Uh, but this time it worked out, I go out and I find Vinny and he was actually just floating around out there somewhere, like not mm -hmm. far from where I live uh, in our realm, closer to the earth. Mm -hmm. and. He just seemed so sad. He was kind of following me and he seemed so sad. And I just turned to him and I was like, Vinny, I remember you. And suddenly I felt this like rise in his energy. Like he just suddenly felt so much happier. And But he still didn't look at me. He thought maybe I was just, uh, maybe I just remember his name, but I don't remember anything else. Because like, all of these, you know, deceased uh, friends and families we have from this life, from other life. I mean, from this life, they know that we know them. But from other lives, they're kind of sad because we, when we came into this life, we've forgotten them. Mm -hmm. And I just kept reassuring him and reassuring him. And he became so happy all of a sudden. 
and we just shared this magical moment, you know? <laughs> it's just, I don't know, it's just so cool how you don't have to have a near-death experience to meet people who have passed away, is what I mean. I just want you to know, um, Jimmy, that I, you know, getting some messages here, and there's a lot of people um, relate to your experience, especially with the, when you were at the Golden Gate, you know, the light with your family, you know, uh, it gives them comfort. I, I think you're helping a lot of people right now to, you know, that you were with your family, talking to your, your grandmother and other members of your family, but they were more of a light, you know, like you said. But yeah, because I, I heard as well in a lot of near-death experiences where people were, People just see these beings of light or energy. It doesn't always have to be like a form or a place. Mm -hmm. And uh, and when you saw this, the energy, did you feel, you mentioned earlier, I just want to refresh this. Mm -hmm. You felt love and peace and comfort and you probably didn't want to leave, huh? <laughs> I guess it's kind no. of hard to say, especially when you've been in so much pain anxiety did you tell your parents this that you didn't want to leave you wanted to stay no i did not tell them that i just didn't want to make them feel sad you know what i mean because they've been doing such an amazing job my family like when i was growing up we had so many problems between us but you know and i always would tell them like oh i want to leave i don't want to leave with you guys blah 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 like you know as soon as my life gets together like i'll be going out and i'll be living by myself and oh how wrong i was <laughs> And it actually was really awesome to see that when I got really sick, how they stood by me and I had a place to stay and I didn't have to worry about anything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it just showed you like how we take people for granted. And even if we don't get along with them at some point, there's always a chance where we can grow in love and forgive each other. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so at least you saw that's interesting about that lady that you saw that was really kind of sad in the golden gate and then also too there's other joy that you've seen and that's kind of interesting about the birds how they go into the water they're fish and then they come out they're a bird <laughs> that's interesting you know what it just brings me back to the whole incarnation thing like again you don't have to apply on that but what if those birds were fish at some point what if they remember themselves as both fish and birds? Mm -hmm. Well, we will understand that later, how the earth was created, because there's probably something relating to fish and birds before we ever came mm -hmm. to earth. You know what I mean? So how the earth was created. So, because um, there was beings on earth before man came. But anyway, but make the long story short, Shemi, it's such an honor to have you on my show. And, uh, your stories i would like to have you come back again because i know you have many others and yeah. um to get you back again. i just wasn't really prepared for any others today other than the one we talked about well that's okay that's okay that's okay and it happened only four years ago and it's probably still things coming to your mind this is what i've been told from others that even though it happened you still remember it and it's kind of like a blueprint already launched into your mind and and thoughts and stuff but i do want to thank you so very very much for coming on you are amazing and uh i want to stay in touch with you all the way from israel thank you so much for letting us know about your experience thank you for having me kathy it was fun 
You're welcome. It was fun to have you as well. And thank you so much for all my listeners for tuning in. And this is the Phenomena NDE show hosted by me, Kathleen Parker. Until then, have a great evening.